are tuned in to the Morning Blitz. All they do is sit around and talk. On 102.5 You Rock and the Rocking M app. Eight till the top of the hour on a Tuesday morning. Once again, thanks to Lance Barr for joining the program today. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks for all the texts throughout the show as well. Glad that you're joining us. Always get your thoughts and comments in on our text line. Each and every day, as a matter of fact, you're welcome to do so. Uh, funny story coming. Or something I saw very funny. I'm sure everyone else did as well on Monday Night Football coming up in the walk-off. But uh, before we get to that... Uh, Tuesday has kind of become this deal where I like to just rank something. And so I was thinking, like, what do I want to rank? And I think I came up with this, I think, last week early uh, when I saw a tweet talking about the best conferences in college football based upon their win-loss combined. So if you combine all the wins and all the losses of all the conferences, of, of each conference and their teams in it, where's the best conferences? And I'm not going to go diving into the numbers of the wins and loss totals. I'm not going to do that. Um but I do want to. I do. I just thought it'd be interesting. Let's take a look and see as we sit here, past the midway point of the college football season, or right at it. What conferences have looked the best? And and some of it is record based. Some of it's not. Some of it's just based upon the eye test. Uh, that's the best part when you do this show by yourself. You can just make your own opinion, and no one else can disagree with you. At least at this point in time. That's going to probably change here in the coming weeks. But uh, that's just the way it is. So I want to give a quick shout-out to a couple of conferences that are not in the Power Five that I think are having very good seasons and deserve some recognition. First and foremost is the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt is having a phenomenal year. Uh, They have got, in their East Division, there's not a single team with a losing record in the East Division. The East Division includes seven teams. James Madison, Georgia State, Old Dominion, Georgia Southern, Marshall, Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina. All of those teams at least have a 500 record or better. And of those Teams of those seven teams that I mentioned, uh, four of them have winning records, including Madison or James Madison, who is six and zero, and Georgia State, who is five and one. James Madison has had this amazing rise from FCS to Division One uh, independent to now being a part of the Sun Belt and just continue to dominate. They've been phenomenal as James Madison, really, really good. And then on the West side, you've got Troy, Texas State. Uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, they all have four and two or better records. And then you've got a couple of 500s. There's only two teams in the entire Sun Belt with losing records at this point in time in the season. That's overall. And these are teams that are playing, you know, some really tough opponents to begin the season. So tip of the cap to the Sun Belt, how good your season's been. Also tip of the cap to the Mountain West Conference. Mountain West Conference has got four really good teams. It's top heavy, but four very good teams. You've got a Fresno State team that is six and one. Their lone loss coming to Wyoming, who's 5-2. and two. Wyoming has two losses. One of those losses coming to Air Force, who's a perfect 6-0, and ranked 22nd in the country. And you have the UNLV running Rebels, 5-1. and 5-1. Uh, Who would have never thought that the running Rebs would be an unbeaten team? That was a team that was in not, good, not a good place. Uh, former Missouri defensive coordinator Barry Odom, the head coach there at UNLV. But those four teams right there... All have really good records. Five and one, five and two, six and one, six and zero. Oh. Very, very good records uh, in the Mountain West Conference. So those two teams there deserve a, a, just a tip of the cap for how good they've been. On to the Power Five of the teams. Uh, starting with number five, I'm putting the Big Twelve there. Um, I just don't think the Big Twelve has had the year that we all thought they would be, and, and part of that problem has been the lack of success from the defending champion. Uh, Kansas State has just not had the type of season that. 
I think a lot of people thought they would have. Now, they're not having a bad season, uh, but I just don't think they're having the same season that we thought they would. Figured they would beat Texas or Oklahoma State. That would have changed it a lot. Just didn't happen. You know, Kansas kind of in the same boat because the injury to Jalen Daniels, I think they should only probably have one one loss, but they have two. Um, now, once again, a lot of these teams, you know, you've got a couple two and four squads overall, but there's a lot of 500 or better teams in this conference, you know, Texas Tech, maybe it's because we expected more out of teams like Texas Tech. They haven't had a very good season. West Virginia has kind of taken their spot, though. They've had a good season. There's only really two teams that have looked very, very good uh, so far this year. That's Texas and Oklahoma. Everyone else has kind of been okay. Kansas is kind of in that next tier down, uh, and Kansas State there as well. But, yeah, I just I look at the I look at the conference. I think the Big 12 probably is, is probably the fifth-best conference right now in college football. Ahead of them is the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, and the biggest reason why they're ahead of them is they got four teams ranked inside the top 25. Florida State, four. North Carolina, 10. Both those teams are unbeaten. Uh, you've got Duke also up there as having a phenomenal year underneath Mike Elko, and then uh, Louisville with a great first season underneath uh, Coach uh, Jeff Brom, even though they lost this past weekend to Pitt, which was a bad loss, but a nice win for them. But four teams, at least 5-1, and 6-0, and oh, or 6-1. and one. Very, very good. But the rest of the schedule, kind of like the Big Ten, or sorry, like the Big 12, not great. Not great. Uh, The third best conference, according to this, would be the Big Ten Conference. And once again, a lot like the ACC, very top-heavy. You've got three teams all on the eastern side of the Big Ten Conference that are ranked inside the top ten. Michigan 2, Ohio State 3, Penn State sitting there at 7. Your fourth best team in the league might be Iowa, and they are, <laughs> they're not good. They're defensively elite, special teams-wise elite, offensively bad. They have more punting yards than they do offensive yards so far this season. There's only two teams in the nation that have that statistic tied to their school, Iowa and Eastern Michigan, that have more punting yards than they do offensive yards at this point in time. Not a good look. Um, the East is very loaded. The West is very smelly for the Big Ten Conference. It's wide open. It's anybody's race who can make it in what is the final year in the Big Ten Conference of East and West divisions. Even though I think they should keep them because they're getting bigger conferences, but that's the, beside the point. So that's going on there with the Big Ten Conference being ranked number three. But once again, it comes down to the top three, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, big heavyweights. And by the way, Ohio State and Penn State meet this weekend in a cl- super duper clash, super duper clash. Uh, moving on, uh, the number two is the SEC. Even though the SEC is having a down year this year, I would think for the most part, you still have the number one team in the country in Georgia. You've got Alabama, LSU, and Ole Miss that are still pretty solid. Uh, you've got Missouri and Tennessee, which are uh, collecting rankings as well. Florida's having a decent year underneath, uh, underneath Coach Napier. So I think that puts them at number Two, and the number one is the Pac-12 Conference. I mean, if you're going to go out, you might as well go out in a blaze of glory, and that's what the Pac-12 Conference is doing. They're having a phenomenal season. You have six teams ranked. USC, Washington, Oregon State, Oregon, Utah, UCLA. Washington State's been ranked. Colorado's has, has been ranked this year so far. Arizona could be ranked if they have picked up a couple of upsets, which they were almost close to doing. Uh, the, the big the Pac-12 Conference is going out. In its final year, on top, it is the best conference in college football. All right, let's get to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. It's 
second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. I uh, got to get out of here real quickly. We're up against the clock. Uh, did anybody happen to see that crazy woman for the Charger, the Chargers fan on Monday Night Football? I mean, that is a meme if I've ever seen one, right? I mean, it's going to be all over social media for the coming weeks and months and years. I don't know if the NFL planted her or what, but that was one crazy gal living on every single play of the Chargers. Boy, that lady's going to have a heart attack the way the Chargers play. Uh, that's for sure. No doubt about it. That'll do our first show today. Thanks again to Lance Barr. Thanks to you for listening. Missing the show, catch up on the podcast. We'll see you back here tomorrow in 23 hours. It's been the Blitz.